Leadership isn't a choice. It's imperative. By mastering these leadership principles, you not only manage projects, but you lead them to unparalleled success, leaving an remarkable mark on the project management landscape. If you're new to the channel, I go by the name of ED for all you smart and intelligent folks out there. That just simply means Ed. I have a seven point framework. What does it mean? I go by, I go through seven points and after that, I'm out. Today's episode is entitled, How to Demonstrate Leadership in Project Management. Again, How to Demonstrate Leadership in Project Management. Point number one, visionary guidance. Listen, project leaders, not project managers. I know it sounds like a contradiction, but uh, I, I like working with project leaders instead of project managers. Uh, project leaders inspire teams with a clear vision, aligning every effort towards the common goal. Listen, the common goal is the objective that we set. The common goal is the scope that we set in place. The common goal is, hey, these are the timelines. This is what we said we're going to be marching to. If something comes up, if we, it, then we need to address it. Otherwise, this is the, this is the timeline. If we're leveraging a predictive, uh, a predictive type style, which is like uh, a waterfall methodology, then of course, we're going to follow step by step. So family, your, it's, it's your, your responsibility, your accountability to lead your team to align with the efforts of the common goal. Point number two, stakeholder engagement. Hey, I've, I've had this frustration where uh, I've been on projects as an actual stakeholder instead of a project manager, and I would be shocked when the project manager wouldn't add other stake. I'm like, why are we not involving those stakeholders? Oh, well, you know, and when they start doing that, I'm like, yeah, this project is, is, is about to go left. And, and you could tell when it's getting ready to go left because the resources that need to be in the room are not in the room. And then the resources that are in the room really don't even need to be in the room. If you catch what I'm dropping, I'm laying down. I hope you're picking it up. What I'm trying to say, family, leaders must uh, masterfully engage stakeholders, ensuring their interests are considered and integrated into the project decisions. You know, I heard this I don't know where I got this from, I, I forgot. So I apologize to the person that said it. But uh, one of the things I was taught about leadership is instead of being a, uh, I, I guess almost like a dictator, it's, it's sort of like when you get together with a team and you say, hey guys, what what are what are our, our goals? And when it's collectively as a team and we all agree on it as a team, now, Everyone is held accountable compared to when you come in and say, hey, this is what it is. I've seen PMOs that do that where they'll say, this is the governance. And you're like, but that doesn't align with what we're doing day to day. Well, don't matter. This is what we're doing. And you're like, okay, that's fine. But do you mind talking with us or having some? Nope, this is what we said and this is how it's going to go. And that's not leadership. That's management. And so when you're in those type of organizations, I'm going to be honest with you, you might want to start looking because it's not going to go well. And I mean that in the most respectful way, because with the PMO, even though we're not talking about the PMO, but I'm just giving you an example of they should be working with the program managers, the project managers, and understanding the lay of the land. Because if you don't, if you just go in there, you know, here's a, another example. There's a book, uh, uh, Sam Walton's autobiography. And they said Sam Walton would go to other stores to look at, at the store's layout, to look at how they were conducting and doing business. This is the CEO at that time 
of Walmart. Like, why would he be doing? Well, he's doing that because he needs to understand that how he can make his stores better. I'm saying all that to say that is good. When you have good leadership, that's what they want to do. They need to understand, hey, what are the problems you are facing with? With, with the project. Let me document, you know, basically doing interviews to understand what's going on and then taking that information and, and coming up with a governance process and then coming back to the team and saying, hey team, this is what I'm coming up as what I thought of based on the conversations we had. And do you know how much buy-in you would get from pro program managers, project managers? Oh my goodness. We talk about it all the time. They just don't say it. So I'm going to say it for you on their behalf. Hey, talk to us. We really want governance in place, but don't put anything on us that that is not for us. Ooh, I'll let you think about that. But what I'm saying though, family, is, is that we need to make sure that we are integrating our stakeholders. Don't go off in a silo and make decisions on your own knowing that the stakeholders are, are not even cognizant or, or aware of what you're trying to do. Let's move on to point three. Inspiring teams. A project leader motivates and empowered team members fostering a culture, a culture, a culture, a culture of collaboration and innovation. Why did I repeat myself like that? Because cultures in a project are paramount. They're imperative. They're, you, you, we can keep naming adjectives to describe because when you have a poor culture, that means you have a poor mindset. And when you have a poor mindset, that means it's a fixed mindset. And we talked about if you haven't read the book by Kara DeWitt, uh, mindset. It is a excellent read. I've probably read that book three times. I've listened to the audio book about three or four times, and I'm probably going to go listen to it again because what she talks about is a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. What's a growth mindset? A growth mindset is, oh, okay, we failed, but we're not failures, so we're going to get back up and do it again. What's a fixed mindset? Well, fixed mindset is, well, we failed, and we're never going to be able to fix it, and they give you 30 reasons why they're not going to be able to fix it and can't even give you one how we can. So that's the importance there, family. Let's move on to point number four, conflict resolution. As I said, all conflict is not bad, but toxic conflict is bad, and you need to be able to address that head on. But good conflict, what does good conflict look like? This stakeholder disagrees with this stakeholder based on uh, requirements. Well, prove your case. Tell me why we should go with your requirement. That sometimes that can create conflict. And, and as a project manager, you have to lead that con conversation in a way where people are not talking over each other, where people are not interrupting each other, that you allow the conversation to happen. You know, a lot of times we forget that you know, we get so excited about wanting to prove our point that we're not even listening. We're already ready to respond instead of listening what that person is saying. And that's something I had to do. We call that active listening, I was told. You have to listen to what that person is saying instead of already coming up with a response and you, you haven't even let the person finish because what you want to do is attack, attack instead of listening. And they may have a good point. Maybe they're right. Anyway, I'll move on. Point number five, decision-making authority. Hey, listen, project managers, they are leaders in which they pose the ability to make critical decisions. Now, wait, let me pause because there's only there's certain situations where, how should I say this, uh, where as a project manager, if you're not empowered to make these critical de decisions, if you're not empowered to lead with authority, Wherever, whatever organization you're working in or what, if you own your own organization, you probably want to leave because as a project manager, you have to be able to, to feel empowered to make these decisions with 
documentation because you want to ensure that you document what you're saying or what, what the decision is made in case of something happening make sure that you address all of the the risks and or, or potential issues that may come up because if you don't and then if someone comes to you and say well why did you make that decision well or it just felt good no 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 let me give you the reason why boom 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 and have the documentation to support it point number six as i always talk about is communication mastery being effective leader is uh, having the ability to be exceptional in communication, ensuring that clarity and my favorite word, transparency is, is, is spread among the, the stakeholders. See, if you're not going to be transparent with your, with your stakeholders, your stakeholders are not going to be transparent with you. And when they're not transparent with you, then there's a disconnect because now everybody is working in silos. Now there's no trust. Now everybody is, is doing, as my aunt would say, they own thing. Let's move on to point number seven, accountability. Listen, leadership really involves taking a, a responsibility for project outcomes and ensuring com uh, commitments are met. As a, as a leader, you have to take accountability. Yep, I messed up. You know, that's why one of my favorite books is by Tim Grover, I think it's called Unstoppable. And what he talks about is he says, when you've made a mistake, I don't need you to go through, you know, 33, 33, I mean, a lot of reasons, and I'm paraphrasing, why you made the mistake. Hey, you made the mistake. All right, let's move. Did you learn from it? Yep. What did you learn? Boom, boom. Okay, let's move on. Because you're going to make mistakes. And a lot of times I've seen in organizations or on a project team where someone makes a mistake and they beat that person up so bad that that person you just took away all the little confidence that they had. So family, we have to understand that there's a difference between failing and being a failure. This is subjective and this is my opinion. Failing is, man, I, I wish I, I, we should have met that timeline and we didn't, but this is what we're going to do to address it. A failure is like, oh, I give up, it's never gonna work. Everything, every, like I talked about the growth and fixed mindset. Oh, well, fixed mindset, it doesn't matter, it won't work anyway, blah, 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 blah. That right there to me is a failure that you're unwilling to explore additional options to see how you can fix the, fix the item. My last and final point, family, point number eight, and I'm over delivering, I know, problem solving. Listen, leaders excel at identifying and solving complex project issues to ensure you can keep the project on track. So family, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. My name is ED, until next time, you know my slogan, you know my motto, I'm out.